Today is Thursday, May 19th, 2022. This is the Link NKY Daily Headlines Podcast. I'm Matt Spaulding, and these are the stories we're following today. Covington Project at Old Hospital wins $100,000 federal grant, reported on by Michael Monks. An effort to reimagine and reactivate the exterior of the former St. Elizabeth Hospital building in Covington received a $100,000 federal grant. The National Endowment for the Arts announced its Our Town grant recipients on Wednesday, and the Center for Great Neighborhoods and the City of Covington were awarded funds for their joint Eastern Arts and Creative Enterprise project at the old, mostly vacant hospital. The funds in this category are designed to support projects integrating arts, culture, and design activities to advance local economic, physical, and social outcomes, a news release said. Link NKY reported last summer on the City and Center for Great Neighborhoods, or CGN's, focus on the former St. Elizabeth Building and the surrounding Eastern Four Neighborhoods. The essence of our mission is to help a community create their story, honor their history, and live out their values and vision, said Shannon Ratterman, CGN's Strategic Initiatives Director, in an announcement. The activities that will happen as a result of this grant underscore our commitment to being an active partner with the City of Covington. Together, we will seek out opportunities and future uses for this historic community asset as a critical component of our revitalization work in the eastern neighborhoods. We are honored and grateful to the NEA for selecting Covington to be part of an elite group of Our Town grant recipients. The National Endowment for the Arts is proud to support arts and culture organizations throughout the nation with these grants, including the Center for Great Neighborhoods, providing opportunities for all of us to live artful lives, said NEA Chair Maria Rosario Jackson in a news release. The arts contribute to our individual well-being, the well-being of our communities, and to our local economies. The arts are also crucial to helping us make sense of our circumstances from different perspectives as we emerge from the pandemic and plan for a shared new normal informed by our examined experience. Part of the plans include the hiring of local artists to work with residents and businesses to reimagine future uses for the old hospital located on East 20th Street in the Wallace Woods neighborhood, and to have it serve as the site of events, block parties, markets, and temporary art installations outside of its building, CGN said in an announcement. Both CGN and the City of Covington have expressed that the sprawling property could be an asset for future economic change in the immediate area. Covington-based My Nose Turns Red also received an Our Town grant in the amount of $15,000 for its arts projects. Kentucky organizations received a total of 10 grants worth $1,167,470 in this round of NEA funding. Kenton County Drivers Licensing Transferring to New State Office in Independence, reported on by Michael Monks. The Kenton County Circuit Court Clerk's Office will cease driver's license services on Thursday, and a new driver licensing regional office will open in Independence on Monday. A regional office opened in Covington in April at the Kenton County Government Building at 1840 Simon Kenton Way. In an announcement, the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet said that the regional driver licensing model gives residents more choices in modern services. The Independence location is at 1655 Delaware Crossing. A driver's license or state ID is one of the most valuable items in a wallet, and the expansion of regional offices gives Kentuckians more secure card options to drive, verify identity, and eventually to fly, Governor Andy Beshear said in a news release. With new versions valid up to eight years, Kentuckians can go twice as long before they are due to renew. The traditional issuance system of licenses and permits initiated at the Office of Circuit Court Clerk in each county is being phased out. 
it is being replaced by a network of KYTC driver licensing regional offices located across the state. The Independence Office will be the 26th office to open, with plans to open five more offices statewide this summer, the Transportation Cabinet said. The Independence and Covington Regional Offices are temporary spaces with plans to move to permanent locations within the cities in the future. Residents from any Kentucky county, regardless of where they live, may visit any regional office to request, replace, or renew a driving credential. While Kentucky State Police, KSP, will continue to oversee driver testing, some testing sites are housed inside driver licensing regional offices. Applicants requiring written or skills testing must schedule an appointment online at assigned locations by visiting KentuckyStatePolice.org. Visit drive.ky.gov to schedule an appointment online. Walk-in customers are offered on a first-come, first-served basis at most locations. First-time Real ID applicants must visit a KYTC regional office in person with proof of identity, residence, and social security. For a personalized list of required documents to bring when applying, visit drive.ky.gov. Kentucky will continue offering the option of a standard driver's license, but a real ID or other form of federally approved identification, such as a passport or Department of Defense-issued military ID, eventually will be needed by people 18 and older for boarding commercial flights and accessing military bases and federal buildings that currently require identification. Enforcement is scheduled to begin May 3, 2023. Biden announces a new round of free COVID tests as transmission rates rise, reported on by Link NKY staff. As COVID-19 transmission rates have gone up throughout the United States, President Joe Biden announced that Americans can receive another round of free at-home COVID tests. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's COVID data tracker shows that transmission rates in Boone County have moved to substantial. Rates are considered high in Kenton and Campbell counties. Two factors determine community transmission risk, the number of new cases per 100,000 people in the past seven days, and percentage of positive tests during the past seven days. So in Kenton County, for example, there have been 110 cases per 100,000 people in the last week, and the percentage of positive tests is 13.11, which has gone up 4.16 in the last seven days, according to CDC data. In Campbell County, there have been 92 cases per 100,000 people reported in the last seven days, and their percentage of positive tests is 11.22. In Boone, 89 cases per 100,000 have been reported in the last week, and the percentage of positive tests is 9.85. Franzen gets first head coaching shot, takes over for Brossert Boys, reported on by G. Michael Graham. Ben Franzen put his time in as an assistant boys basketball coach for nine seasons. The 30-year-old received his first shot as a head coach when the administration at Bishop Brossard named him the head coach of the Mustangs. Franzen takes over for Scott Code, who was Franzen's head coach at Campbell County. Bishop Brossard High School would also like to extend a gratitude of thanks to Scott Code, Bishop Brossard Principal Chris Holt said. Coach Code recently stepped down as a head coach due to family obligations. Coach Code led our program for the past two seasons and had to deal with all the challenges of the COVID pandemic. We thank him for his guidance and hard work and wish him and his family the very best. Franzen is a 2009 graduate of Campbell County High School, where he lettered in both basketball and baseball for the Camels. He then earned his bachelor's degree in elementary education from Northern Kentucky University in 2013 and took a job at Highlands under boys basketball head coach Kevin Listerman as the freshman head coach for three seasons. He guided Highlands to the regional crown during the 2014-2015 season. 
He's a professional. We're thrilled to have him on board, said Ron Burst, Bishop Brossard's director of athletics. Look where he's been. Look at what he's done. He knows the dynamics of our school. Franzen then joined the staff under head coach Scott Ruthatz at Covington Catholic in 2016 and assisted a team that won four ninth region titles during that time and the second of two state championships in the school history in 2018. I've been fortunate to learn from both of them, Franzen said of Ruthsatz and Listerman. The success they've had, I'm excited to bring all the good things from both those programs into this program, build on what they've already done a good job of at Brossard, and build some excitement within the Brossard community. Franzen served as the junior varsity head coach at Cuffcath. He guided the Colonels to perfect back-to-back seasons, a combined 47-0, including two consecutive Northern Kentucky Region Tournament crowns in 2017 and 2018. Franzen has also worked several summer camps for the Michigan State University head coach Tom Izzo in East Lansing, Michigan. It's a great opportunity for him, Ruth Satz said. He's earned the right to become a head coach. I think Bishop Brossard is a great fit for him. Obviously, going to Campbell County, he knows the area. Franzen teaches fifth grade at Crossroads Elementary in Colt Springs and lives in Alexandria. He noted the commute will be shorter to Bishop Brossard than to Cuffcath in Park Hills. He also likes the faith aspect at Bishop Brossard. That's something that we had at Cuffcath as well, Franzen said. These men grow not just in basketball, but in life as well. I think that's a bigger opportunity in and of itself, not just to build basketball players, but to build nice young men as well. In my case, I'm a small part of that along with their parents, their teachers, and everybody else involved. Bishop Brossard finished 12-19 and 19 last year. The program graduated just one senior, but it was leading scorer David Govan, a 6'5", 245-pound center who averaged 14.9 points per game. Though it was a losing season, eight of those losses were within four points or fewer. Don't think he can do it all in one year, Ruth Satz said. It's going to take several years of just putting the extra time in the gym. That's what I told him. You have to be in the gym with your guys and you have to coach them up. That's all you can do, especially in the early stages. You have to see who you got. You have to give the younger kids the opportunity to come up and help. The Mustangs return 11 juniors listed on the roster. That starts with the leading returning scorer and six foot one forward Mason Sepate. Sepet averaged 11.5 points per game last year. We know he's a good coach. He's already bringing positivity to us, Sepet said. Looking to get better every day is really the goal, so we're looking forward to it. We're just trying to come together as a group, lock in, and do as many things as we can. Bishop Brossert lost 75-32 to to Campbell County in the 37th District Championship game. The Mustangs then lost 69-50 to Mason County in the 10th Region Quarterfinals at Holmes. The Mustangs last won a district tournament championship in 2013. Bishop Brossard has lost nine straight against the crosstown rival Campbell County Campbells, dating back to a 47-45 win on January 8, 2016. It's going to be great, with an experienced group coming back, seeing how it's a tough 10th region, Franzen said. You have George Rogers Clark, who wins it all, and the Cardinals have a lot coming back. You have Campbell County, who was really good last year, and they have pretty much everyone back. It's a tough district and a tough region throughout the state. We have our hands full, but we'll do what we can to make ourselves better and hopefully put ourselves in a good position to do some good things. Franzen said it's too early to tell what kind of offense and defense the Mustangs might run. He also said putting together a coaching staff is a work in progress. We're trying to establish something and get in the gym. That's something we'll do a lot of this summer. Not necessarily play a bunch of games, but do a lot of skill development in the gym with ourselves and make improvements, Franzen said. That's something that the Highlands and the Cuffcaths of the world do as well. Not just spending time, but spending efficient time in the gym, making the most of the time while you are here. I think that's an adjustment at Brossard as well. 
You share a lot of kids with a lot of other sports, with it being a smaller school. But I think that's a good thing as well. I think kids get their minds into other things, and they're not always thinking about just basketball. Bishop Brossert participates in the All-A Tournament and has had success in it historically with 15 All-A 10th Region titles. The Mustangs won the All-A State title in 2007. I think I'm getting acclimated to the whole All-A realm, Franson said, but I know talking to people since I stepped into here has created some excitement for me having not been through it before, learning how it works, and seeing how much pride these All-A schools take in that tournament. I'm excited to be a part of it and see what we can do in this coming year. Bishop Brossert last won the All-A 10th Region title in 2020. The drawings came out for 2023, and Bishop Brossert will play Nicholas County in the All-A 10th Region quarterfinals on January 7th at Paris. And those are the headlines we're following for Thursday, May 19th, 2022. The Link NKY Daily Podcast and all Link NKY podcasts are available through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and LinkNKY.com. Feel free to subscribe and tell a friend. And for more on today's headlines and to see what else is happening in Northern Kentucky, please visit LinkNKY.com.